shock treatment to Jason X to Police Academy 6. This is Sequel Cast, and they are unsurpassed at following a franchise until the better end. This is Sequel Cast, and your hosts have asked that I inform you that the show will now begin. Hello, and welcome to Sequel Cast 2. The Reckoning. This very first pod. The Reckoning. The Quickening. Something like that. The Slowening. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Bradley Shergi. With me is... Thrasher. William Thrasher, yes. And uh, in this very first episode, we're going to explain what Sequel Cast 2 is. As you might suspect, there's a Sequel Cast 1. We'll talk about that a bit. And sort of why we're doing another uh, Sequel Cast podcast. And uh, kind of go into some uh, some of the, the gory details, talk some shop, to give people an introduction of, of what we are, what our tone is like, what we plan to do with this podcast, and so forth. I think that pretty much covers it. So, see you next Thrasher, episode, you everybody. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I guess let's start with, uh, this is Sequel Cast 2, and... Um, Sequel cast, the original, it wasn't called Sequel Cast 1, just to make things confusing. You know, just like the PlayStation wasn't called PlayStation 1 when it came out. Although it would have saved us all a lot of confusion if they had called it PlayStation 1. I think so. Well, Xbox One is where they really messed it up, but this is that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> the Sequel Cast was a, a show that Thrasher and I did. Well, Thrasher, you actually didn't do it initially. You came in, I think, on episode seven or eight. Yes. Caddyshack or something. Yes, I wasn't there from the start, but when you all did Smoking the Bandit 2 or 3, uh, yes, no, Smoking that's the Bandit right. 2, that's what it what it was. I came on I came on as a guest, and it was just a, a lot of fun, so I came on as a guest again on Caddyshack, and then from that point on, I was a regular co-host. It's a regular Uncle Buck. Um, <laughs> we Yeah, so I mean, the, the concept of sequel cast was that we would look at movies in a franchise one film at a time. It feels weird saying that again. And um, <laughs> we we tended to stick to, like, comedies or, or action movies. Um, they tend to generate the most or, sequels without uh, being I think so, horror right. franchises. Yeah, yeah, we didn't... Um, I, we have nothing against horror, and I wouldn't mind doing more of it, but there's so many horror podcasts out there, I think that's part of it. And we did do... I think Star Trek and sequel and uh, Star Wars back to back one year, which about killed us because that eats up half your year's worth of episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think you know it went on for for five years, and that's its own story. But I think it, I just sort of got a bit burned out on it, and I, I felt like we were running on fumes. Uh, I think you can hear it in my voice. And the last few uh, episodes we did were on, oh, you know, perhaps not as inspired picks as they could have been. You know, the Escape from New York movies, the. Um, 48 hours movies and then I, I was just running out of juice i needed to take a break and uh, you know then last year we did the uh Shermometer critiquing the critic podcast about the cartoon show the critic and and that was a lot of fun and i had it in the back of my mind it'd be fun for the sequel cast to come back but sort of uh simplify it a bit with less of the less of the spin-off episodes and stuff and uh so now we're lean and mean and uh slightly obscene Slightly, yeah, slightly obscene. That, that, that's pretty good. And a Thrasher, how, how do you want to describe, you know, with what you want to do with Sequel Cast 2? Uh, well, I I want to have a, a lot more fun. Uh, back when we recorded uh, Sequel Cast 1, it was the highlight of my week for, for the 
four and a half years uh, that I was a part of the show. Uh, and then the other thing I want to do uh, more is we would sometimes do uh, audio commentary bonus episodes, and I really uh, want to make it a goal to try to make that a more regular part of the sequel cast experience with sequel cast two. Yeah, I think having a more regular experience makes makes sense too. I mean, there's also stuff we wanted to talk about that we never covered the first time around. Hold on, I'm gonna. My dog got herself stuck on a door. Um, can you talk about one of your favorite, one of the favorite series we did the first time around on Sequel Cast One? Uh, well, when it comes down to, and th- this is a hard hard pick for me, but I think. Overall, my favorite series we did was the uh, the animated uh, the animated J.R.R. Tolkien trilogy, which was made up of Rankin Bass's The Hobbit, Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings, and Rankin Bass's Return of the King. Um, not so much for the movies, although it was fun revisiting those films from my childhood. It was primarily because I, in those three episodes. I think we we showed what we were good at. Those episodes, everything we did well, those three episodes had the best examples of that. We had great, great three-way banter between you, myself, and Jersey Jason, who came on as special guest. Uh, we, we also interviewed and had as a guest the director of the documentary Ringers, which is all about the Lord of the Rings fan community. It, it, they just they sort of they may not be our outright best episodes, but they're kind of the gold standard, the stamp of of what we try to do in the show. You know, the one that comes to mind for me is also happens to be a fantasy uh, film franchise, and it's the the Highlander movies. Because the first one I think is, is pretty good, has an excellent Queen score, also some music by Michael Kamen in there. Oh yeah, and then it goes off a cliff pretty hard. And sort of struggles mightily to uh, recover. I, I actually think the fourth one, Highlander Endgame, is okay. But I, it, it does show how, you know, with each sequel they think, oh, we're going to reinvent the wheel. And it, it uh, the Highlander series shows that... Um, how do I put this? Like, thanks, dogs. Uh, movie sequels are a bit like leftovers, right? People want the same thing but like a little bit different maybe you know some extra pepper on top but if you make it too radically different from the original and it feels like it doesn't deserve to be part of the series it'll just uh throw a lot of people off and turn a lot of people off and i mean you look and you see or or if the budget goes off a cliff you saw that with some of the highlander movies but you know highlander 2 they they sort of lean hard into a a, a sort of cyberpunk sci-fi angle and there's three cuts of that movie, and all of them are terrible. Um, there's well, a really good "How Did This Get Made" podcast on that show. Well, more so than that, I mean, that's the Highlander series. That's a perfect example of the first movie told such a tight, complete story. There's just no more room for a sequel. Uh, so you are making a dangerous dare by doing a part two. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> you think about it, right? The concept of Highlander: there can be only one, and he kills uh, the. Uh, it's not Krogan, the, Kurgan. the Mass Effect. Kurgan, yeah. And, and he gets the he gets the quickening, absorbs his powers, and now he can age like a normal man. Um, then it turns out that there could be I mean, only one four more times? Right, like, oh, oh, it's this uh, wizard in a cave played by Mario Van Peebles. Or, um, yeah, it's... It just gets <laughs> ridiculous after a point. And, um, but yeah, no, I think, you know, fun is a good 
goal for sequel casts too. I think also trying to pick some movies with a bit more um, variety in them as far as the uh, ethnicity of the actors in it. And I mean, it's difficult because a lot of the the Hollywood franchises, right, have just star all white people. But we, um, I think especially near the end of the original run of the sequel cast, we did a better job of having sort of a wider uh, ethnic variety of actors. And uh, not that that's a, the only thing you should base decisions on, but it, it's important to keep in mind. And um, I, I can say one thing we'll have coming up on sequel cast too is talking about Rush Hour at some point. And those were, you know, successful comedy action pictures starring a, a Chinese man, Jackie Chan, and a black man, Chris Tucker. I thought it was the other way around. Nope. Never mess with a Chinese man's radio, I think is how the line of dialogue goes. Well, I've never seen uh, any of the Rush Hour films, so I will be coming to that uh, to that completely fresh when we get to those episodes. Oh, really? That's interesting because those were uh, the first one, especially, was a big deal at the time. And um, well, how about you know if if we're going to sort of go sort of explain what sequel cast two is, uh, we should talk about you know segments. I think uh, a failing of the original series is we had way too many segments. <laughs> We, it, where it's like why have a news segment if you're not a news show because by the time the podcast goes up it's immediately out of date very true and anything that would possibly be new to the listener might be so obscure that they may not care anyway like today's bit of news <laughs> yeah, that we, fangoria magazine will be closing its doors soon that bit of news is a bit different because yeah i, th- I think Starlog hasn't been published in a while that was online only and i assume fangoria which is the same publisher might still have an online presence i don't know you have you know online sites like bloody disgusting is the main one that comes to mind that kind of does the same sort of thing but you know back before the internet especially fangoria was really popular with the um behind the scenes photos of how they did the makeup in all those movies and they talked to the different cult actors and uh, it, fangoria was a bit uh more lowbrow than starlog i think um well, i've got my copies and, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a shame, but not entirely unsurprised. I mean, in related magazine news, we just said we weren't going to talk about news and we're talking about news, but what the hell. Um, Playboy announced uh, they're going to have nudity back in the magazine. That's right. A year ago, Playboy said, you know, the Internet, it's too much to compete with. Uh, we want it to be a more, their excuse was to make it be a more intimate magazine, whatever that means. We're going to not have uh, full frontal nudity in our magazines. And sales plummeted, as you, as you might imagine. So now they said, oh, nudity's going back in the magazine. But it'll." they described it as they want to do more of a modern take as opposed to the, they described the Playboy pictorial concept as sort of outdated. They kind of wanted to do their own thing. Whether that means, you know, gonzo photography, I'm not really sure. But I don't um, think they'd go surprising gonzo. They yeah, uh, I mean, not many people want to see nude photos of chickens. No, no, or uh, yeah, nude photos of chickens, and and also the photographer has to wear a uh, a bicycle helmet on at all times, sitting in a rocket. Frogs and dogs and bears and whatevers. Moving right along, yeah. Oh, that was another good series we did in the original sequel cast, the Muppet movies. Um, so, yes, I mean, let, let's talk about segments and let's talk about, you know, uh, you mentioned commentaries and things, what we plan to do with all that. So, 
uh, a normal episode of the sequel cast, and most of them will be normal, we will talk about movies in a franchise one film at a time. So if we're doing, oh, I don't know, Hellraiser, you know, one episode would be Hellraiser 1, the other one would be Hellraiser 2, and so on. Um, and about roughly half of the show is us talking about the movie. And then after that, we do the our infamous pitch a sequel segment. You want to describe that? Uh, yes, where we uh, imagine that no sequels to the movie we just watched were ever made, and we decide to come up with our own in the hopes that we'll come up with a story idea that would make for a better sequel, or that at least is more entertaining to describe. Yeah, I have to watch myself because I always lean on the chestnut, oh, what if the characters were babies? Because <laughs> that's extremely easy to do. Now, um, with Hellraiser, that makes for a very unique film. Mm, uh, yeah, you know, I was looking online and some, um, I don't know if the artist was Japanese, but they were going for sort of that chibi, cute uh, manga style of the Hellraiser <laughs> demons, but looking like cute um, Japanese versions. And uh, it, was, it was very adorable. Pinhead never had it so good. Uh, so, there's that. We're also going to have a um, a segment, What You're Watching, which we talk about a movie or a comic or video game, you know, something we've enjoyed recently that's not a sequel. Or it could be a sequel. There's nothing saying it can't be, but... Um, and yeah, and, and, and what I'm trying to think, I, I should have done an outline before I recorded this episode. Uh, yeah, spoilers. So yeah, we spoil the movies we talk about. In the and what this you're will be your segments. first and only spoiler warning. We might as well have it at the top of the show because, as you know, as uh, Stan Lee would say, every comic could be someone's first comic. Well, I think he'd say, Excelsior, true believers, every comic could be someone's first comic. It could be you right now, and you never know which of your classmates, which of your teachers, which of your friends could be a mutant. You keep reading them, I'll keep writing them. And then he'd cash yeah. his check. That's right. You know, they say Stan Lee would finish all his writing before noon so he could spend the rest of the day to going golfing. I could believe that. Actually, you know, I met him uh, this past summer. Did you? Did you pay to get a photo taken with him? Was it one of those things? No, or... it was it was serendipity. Uh, my wife had a vendor booth at a convention up in uh, uh, up in not Indianapolis, might have been Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and Stanley was a guest, and I was doing a breakfast run for uh, my wife and uh, some friends of ours who also had booths there. And on the way back, I passed Stan Lee, who was waiting for his car outside of his hotel. So I shook his hand, thanked him for his body of work, uh, etc. And he said to me something I'll never forget. He said, okay. <laughs> Yeah, the past year or two, they've made a very public fact that Stan Lee will not do any more comic book convention appearances, so get your photos with him while you can. I don't necessarily completely believe that, but he's uh, over 90 years old. You want to limit plane travel and all these things for health reasons. Um, he's been involved doing some motion comics lately. so Which are kind of like movies, so they could have sequels. <sighs> I mean, I suppose, but eh, who knows? Stan Lee, he's uh, kept very active in, in his career, even in his uh, twilight years. So he's a he's a treasure, and it's a delight that he's alive. Um, 
on that note, we, you know, so after we cover a series, the next episode we'll do will be a free for all in which we, um, when we did the first year of sequel cast, there's been movies that were sequels to things that we thought we had finished a series on. For instance, Star Wars, oh, uh, Star Wars. Yeah, of course. So, you know, we would do an episode on one of those, just sort of a one-off, and to use comic book parlance. And then followed by that will be an episode that's a commentary. And then that followed by a regular, another series of movies and so forth. How does and that the, sound? And the way we're planning on breaking up series is we're going to do short series, long series, short series, long series. Uh, and for, for the purposes of the show, a short series is any series that... Uh, goes up to three films, and a long series is any series that is four or more. That yeah, that that sounds good to me. I'll, I'll write that down in my notes. It's not something I did intentionally when I was making the list, but it, it does make a lot of sense. I think also if there's a long series, and um, if I've said this before, please stop me. But I don't think I have. If we were to do like a Godzilla, we were talking with a fan about Godzilla movies recently. Um, or James Bond, we would not do half a year's worth of episodes, but we could do something like just the Sean Connery James Bonds, or, um, or the High Say Godzilla series. Yeah, yeah, the High Say the High Say Godzilla series, or the I, I can't think of what other example it would be. The Hellraiser movies with the original Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah, maybe the theatrical ones, right? One through four. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of Hellraiser, I would love to do those, uh, and perhaps we will. But um, <laughs> there's an interview with Doug Bradley, who played Pinhead in Hellraiser 1 through 8, or is it 9? Uh, I think it's uh, I 1 think it's through eight. 8. Yeah, 1 through 8. Uh, the main Pinhead, right? And they're asked, you know, what are your favorite movies in the series? And he says, 1, 3, 2, 4, long pause, 6, 7, 8, even longer pause, 5. <laughs> And five was Inferno, and he said, "I don't think it's a bad movie, but there's no reason for the uh, Hell Razor, you know, creatures to be in it." And that's a weird series because most of those <laughs> direct-to-video sequels were not uh, Hell Razor scripts to begin with. Yeah, they kind of they they crammed in the Cenobites to justify putting the bankable Hell Razor name on the video case. Right, yeah, five minutes of Cenobites at the end or something. There, I, there is it's, one where uh, that's pretty much all that happens. I think that <laughs> might have been the final film. At least the final film as of two years ago, which is when my wife and I, just for our own enjoyment, watched the entire series. Uh, I think I saw that one. It's where Doug Bradley isn't Pinhead, right? Yep, that would be the one. Yeah, they filmed it over two weekends to fulfill a contractual obligation. Um and but they're doing another one with a different guy playing Pinhead that comes out this year, I think. Anyway, that's enough Hellraiser. Um, uh, yeah. So one thing we did with the original sequel cast that we're not going to do with sequel cast two is we did a lot of like episodes and special topics like Blu-ray players or uh, video game series, and all that's fun. But I think it's sort of we lost the plot a bit, and it made things a bit complicated. And so we won't be we doing that. Like, if we were to do something about video games, it would be its own separate show. Yeah, we'd call it the sequel cast, upload, download, extravaganza. 
And I'd like to hear oh, Mark gee, what, with the C-Y yeah. the theme tune for that. <laughs> so you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sequelcast2. Or follow us on Twitter at sequelcast2. I have to get that name. So I probably should check that before I say that. Or not. Who cares? Well, if not, there um, could be a weird dubbing of your voice over this part of the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at... <laughs> yeah. And don't, don't forget to root means. for the Atlanta Falcons. Do they still do that with the Simpsons where they take that Super Bowl episode and redub the team names every uh, year? I don't think they've done that in, in quite some time, but they do still. But they do often make reference to the fact that they do that, such as in that particular episode. Yeah, I remember they used to do it with Clockwork uh, with that episode. And Lisa always picked the winner. Hmm. Who would have thought? So, uh, yeah, so... We're going to reveal here what our next episode is going to be. Oh, boy. The oh first boy. series we're going to cover on Sequel Cast. It's actually a series I covered before, but this was back when I did the show briefly with a different co host, uh, Sabrina Miller. And We um, call that the interaction. Yeah, and, and nothing against what I did with her, but, you know, it's we did some movies that Thrasher has wanted to do, so we'll cover those eventually in our own fashion. And uh, what I'm talking about, of course, is Robocop. So uh, over the next few weeks, we'll be looking at RoboCop, the original RoboCop 2, RoboCop 3, and the RoboCop, um, I guess you can call it a remake, although a lot of it's different uh, from a few years ago. And you might wonder, well, what about those uh, sci-fi channel things? That's I consider that like a TV miniseries. That doesn't count. Um, there's also like the Canadian RoboCop live action show that's difficult to find that they used to play in sci-fi channel. Oh, that's and right. And there's... And there's two animated RoboCop series. So we'll we'll make reference to those things in passing. But when we're doing movies, we're typically just th- talking about theatrical movies. Unless we decide to change our mind and not. The, so though we may sing cr- the RoboCop theme song at some point. RoboCop. Dun, 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 dun. RoboCop. RoboCop. That was one of them. Um, I think that was the second series. The second one, yeah. Uh, I think one of them might be on Hulu or something. Where he didn't have a gun, he had a slime launcher. (laughs) God. Yeah, and I think in the original RoboCop animated series, there was an episode where it had Boddicker in it, which is pretty strange. And there was an episode of Chipmunks Go to the Movies where uh, they did (laughs) RoboCop. An R-rated film, as done by the Chipmunks. Okay, well, that was a weird spinoff of the Chipmunks. Uh, Yeah, it didn't last very long, and it's not a... Surprise, uh, why? So, for the sequel cast 2, uh, this is Matt. You can follow me on Twitter at M-A-T-W-B-T. And this is William Thrasher. You can follow me at Internet Mayor. Saying. You keep on listening. We will keep spewing them out. I just podcasted your mom. <laughs> God, that was a really bad You joke. know, my mom's name is Martha, and if your mother's name was Martha, we might have a sudden reconciliation right now. <laughs>